the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to the 5 o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live and also the 5 o'clock hour of the uh, Don Crow Show. How is that possible? Well, we're simulcasting. My name is Bob Bernie. I host my program in Columbus, Ohio. And occasionally I have the privilege of filling in for Don Crow in Washington, D.C. Today is one of those days. So I'm honored and privileged to host my own program. I'm honored and privileged to be your host for the uh, Don Crow Show. Those of you listening in Washington, D.C. on WAVA 105.1. And, of course, here in Columbus, the word AM 880, WRFD, and 104.5 FM. Well, I am hesitant to begin this hour with such sad, devastating news. How will we survive? How can we go on living? How can we face another day? Why? Because Hollywood has shut down. Uh, yeah. Obviously, dripping with uh, sarcasm. The uh, Screen Actors Guild, SAG. I've always, I always thought that was funny. The Screen Actors Guild, SAG. And the American Federation of Television and Radio Artists Union have joined together. Uh, the uh, American Federation of Television Radio Artists, I believe that's the Writers Union, uh, they've been on strike for a while. And uh, the Screen Actors Guild, which represents basically all of the actors and actresses. Oh, can't say that anymore, can you? You just have to say actors. Oh, no, you can't say actresses. No, no. <clears throat> all of the actors and the actresses um, in Hollywood, basically all of them are on strike. According to CNBC, and I quote, the failed negotiation with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers means film and television productions will immediately halt, essentially shutting down Hollywood. Members of SAG-AFTRA will join up with more than 11,000 already striking film and television writers yeah, now are they gonna? Are they all gonna walk picket lines? I don't know. Can you imagine Tom Cruise out on the picket line with his little sign? I don't. I don't think so. 
Anyway, they are on strike, and basically Hollywood is shut down. Now, how will that impact me and my life? It's not going to. No, no. And by the way, uh, this will probably be settled pretty quickly. I don't know. What do I know? Uh, If it is not, it will take months for anyone to notice. Why? Because all the television programs are filmed way, way, way in advance. Uh, My wife and I are fans of Jeopardy. Never watch it live. We record it and watch it when we get a chance. But it's interesting when you watch Jeopardy. It's in the summertime, and uh, you know it's uh, July, and you know in California where Jeopardy is filmed. It's hot. And yet there, there are people in winter sweaters. Well, that was because it was filmed weeks ago, maybe months ago. Uh, and it's in the pipeline. Uh, all of the TV programs are filmed months in advance, and it'll be a long time before any of us notice. And the only thing they'll do is run reruns. That's what they'll do. What cracks me up, I'm reading this story. Again, this is from CNBC. Say, Bob, you're really cold-hearted. You know, people are they're going to be out of, out of jobs. What about all the common people? All right, I feel sorry for them. I do. But for the big-time stars, listen to this. Fran Drescher. Uh, what did she... I don't know what she played, but she's well-known Fran Drescher. She... I know that 80% of you are yelling at your radio, don't you know what Fran Drescher was in? And I thought I knew, well, anyway, she is, she's obviously a very successful actress, or actor, actress, actor, uh, and she is the president of the Actors Union, and she said this, I'm quoting, we are the victims here. <clears throat> um, I should have looked it up because you can look it up. I wonder what Fran Drescher is worth. I wonder what her monetary worth is. I can assure you it's in the millions. She says, we are the victims here. Again, quoting, we are being victimized by a very greedy entity. I am shocked. By the way, the people that we have been in business with are treating us. It is disgusting. Shame on them. Uh, Victims? Really? (sighs) Anyway. um, Hollywood right now is shut down. I think it might be a good thing if they stayed shut down. Hmm. I think it'd be better for our kids. I think it'd be better for America. It would be better for entertainment. And I'll leave it at that. Uh, Let's move from that to this really cool, positive story. Headline, doctors reattach boy's head after car accident thanks to amazing surgery. You go, what? Well, his decapitation was internal. 
quote, his skull was detached from the top vertebrae of his spine. It's what is called an internal decapitation. And his head was reattached through an incredible amount of technology, skill, and so forth. The boy was riding his bike when a car hit him. He was rushed to a hospital, immediately put into surgery. Uh, The doctor said his head was, and I'm quoting, almost completely detached from the base of his neck. It's a great story. He's making a full recovery. He's going to have to have some metal plates and, and stuff in his neck. But his cognitive abilities, his physical abilities, he's going to make a full recovery after having his head internally decapitated. Here's where the story gets even better. This 12-year-old boy is a Palestinian. He's living on the West Bank in Israel. His head was reattached by Jewish Israeli doctors. Hmm. We hear all the time how mean, how cruel the Israelis are, how terribly they treat the Palestinians. Yeah. This um, Palestinian boy, his life was saved by Jewish doctors. Believe it or not, this kind of thing happens often. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. (laughs) Isn't it interesting that you can have a net worth of $25 million, be world famous, and stand in front of cameras almost in tears and say, we are victims. Yeah, Fran Drescher, I knew one of our listeners would respond, and I looked it up as well. She was known primarily for appearing on The Nanny TV program. Don't think I ever saw it, but I recognize her name. Her net worth is about $25 million dollars. And uh, she is playing the victim card. Hmm, only, only, only in America. And by the way, part of the 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 contention between the actors and the uh, film producers uh, is AI, artificial intelligence. The actors are afraid that uh, their image, their likeness, even their voice will be captured by computers, AI, artificial intelligence, and will be used in television and movies without their permission. Well, that's that's a valid concern. I, I don't think they could be complaining about money, but uh, the AI thing, I guess, I guess that's a valid concern. All right, uh, it is Open Phone Friday. We're going to go to the phones, and I've got Mike in Northwest Columbus. Mike. You're on Bobberney Live. Welcome. Thanks for calling. 
Well, the Joe Biden playlist is getting bigger and bigger. I have to add cocaine by Eric Clapton to Up, Up, and Away, My Beautiful Balloon. <laughs> and, and 99 Red Balloons. So yeah, yeah, very part, true. Part getting bigger. Very well, true. I, I, <laughs> Tommy Tupperville, he's, you know, there's a conservative Salem host bashing him for his, his stance, but it makes sense. It's it's illegal what, what they're trying to do. It's illegal. The Congress people are supposed to uphold the Constitution. He's upholding the Constitution. He is, and I'm fully supportive of him. And the fact that you brought up that particular Salem host, uh, it makes me more pleased that I'm a part of this company because our two biggest syndicated conservative talk show hosts are in deep, deep, deep disagreement on the Tommy Tuberville thing. And both of those voices are being heard on our networks. Um, And I'm grateful for that. Uh, I have worked here at WRFD under three general managers. um, And I've had a little meeting with all three of them. And hey, listen, I'm a team player. I understand who's the boss and who isn't. And, uh, you know, I, I get all of that. But with all three general managers, I've had a meeting. And I've told them, hey, I'm a team player. I, you know, I'm going to try to cooperate. Um, I, I'm going to try to follow commands and, and uh, you know, be a, a, a good sport and all of that. However, don't ever ever, ever tell me what I can and cannot talk about. The day you try to censor me, the day you tell me what I can and cannot discuss, I'm walking out the door. Um, and that's that's the one agreement that I've had with all of the general managers here at WRFD. And that's why I am allowed to go on the air and say anything that's on my heart. I try to be sensitive. And I also promised I'll try not to lose your license. <laughs> but uh, but I can speak my mind and my heart, and uh, I have that freedom. And all of the hosts in our company have that same freedom. So the fact that two yeah. of our biggest hosts disagree, I think, is a good thing. Well, I think the one host who disagreed has, I think he's lost a lot of listeners um, after the November of twenty. 20- 20 election, so... Uh, possibly. I think he, possibly. I think, he's, I think he has... This, I don't know. There's a word floating around about some Republicans being called Vichy Republicans, and I don't... I'm, I'm kind of disagreeing. I'm kind of agreeing with that uh, Salem somewhat uh, talk show host <laughs> who's different from the other two. I have, I have great respect for both of those men. I know them well. Well... I know one better than the other, and I I have respect for both of them. I don't always agree with either one of them. I've had major disagreements with both of them, but I still respect them, and I'm grateful that they have the the freedom to express themselves. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Thanks, Bob. All right. Uh, Now, this is funny. Think of a person walking up to an individual coming up from behind them and just sucker-punching them, knocking them to the ground, and then when the person who has been knocked down to the ground gets up to defend themselves, the person who threw the first punch says, I don't want to fight. I I didn't come here to start. I don't want... Really? You threw the first punch and you don't want to fight? Well, 
That's the image I get from uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger. Yeah, he retired, and then it was a disaster under the next president, and he has come out of retirement to rescue, I mean to rescue Disney because they're they're hemorrhaging money like crazy. They're hemorrhaging employees like crazy. Uh, their stock value has dropped dramatically. They got into a big battle with Governor DeSantis in the state of Florida over the uh, parents' rights bill that was passed um, in Florida. And not only that, under Bob Iger's direction and under his leadership, Disney has introduced one non-binary, gay, transgender character after another. Their animated films are now filled with culture war warriors. Their their films, both their animated films and their live-action films, are filled with social agenda. They are trying to push the LGBTQIA plus agenda on children. And they're paying a price for it. And yet, yesterday, Bob Iger, the uh, president of Disney, sat down for a sit-down interview on CNBC, and he said, I do not want to be drawn into any culture wars. What are you talking about? You threw the first punch. It was Disney that started to populate their films, their TV programs with social justice, LGBTQIA themes, trying to push it down the throats of their listeners. He said this, and I quote, The last thing I want is for the company to be drawn into any culture wars. What are you talking about? You, by your programming, Disney is not just about entertainment anymore, family entertainment. They have a social agenda. They have inserted themselves into the culture wars. Don't tell me you don't want to be involved in culture wars. You started it. Uh, And they're paying the price. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.